They're first in points, first in total offense. They're first in rushing. Pass here. Here's Hill. Escapes a tackle. Into the end zone he goes for the game's first touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Al Michaels with the call last week on Boyle Friday, a.k.a. Black Friday. Tua Tungavailoa, Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins put up a number on the Jets defense. Will they do the same thing this weekend to the Jack Del Rio-less Washington Commanders defense? Our pal Brad Evans will join the show in just a second to give us prop bets for the Dolphins-Commanders game and the rest of the slate for Week 13 in the NFL. P.J. Glasser, the glass man, our BetQL Network teammate, stops by in 20 minutes. Uh, Power Hour, final hour, 40 minutes from now, we will feature all our bets coming up for tonight and our bets for Week 13 NFL Sunday. And for people watching on YouTube and Twitch right now, youtube.com backslash odyssey sports twitch.tv backslash betql if you sent us bets that you like for this weekend with the rationale behind it we only got to a couple in the last segment as we dip our toe into the water here for these interactive social segments we'll do a couple more to start the power hour so don't be discouraged if you listen to watch the segment you were hoping to hear like your, your name get shouted out and your bet get talked about we'll do a couple more coming up 40 minutes from now to start the power hour so keep sending them in youtube.com backslash odyssey sports twitch.tv backslash betql but joining us right now to give us his prop bets for Week 13 in the NFL. One of our absolute favorites, our stadium teammate. He does an amazing job, noon Eastern weekdays, on stadium with Live on the Line. Great sports betting television show, along with a Cam Smith, who's, who's on our BetQL Network, uh, co-host of The Better Angle with Kate Constable on Saturdays, Danny Kleppinger, others uh, on that show. So you got to check out Live on the Line if you haven't yet. Noon Eastern here on stadium. Absolutely love it. And Brad's podcast, his sports betting podcast, is The Fade Five. We encourage people to check that out. Brad also appears weekly with our friends on BetMGM tonight, and he is on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. My friend, thanks for coming back on the show. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigo, and my God, do we have a spectacular Friday of action, whether we're talking about uh, the Pac-12 championship, uh, the NBA, the NHL, obviously, and in college basketball, Costos, a mother of all matchup a scenario with Paul Gala with KU hosting UConn. Oh, it's a glorious time of the year. Yeah, it was I, it's so funny. I uh, I got a message from somebody, like a friend of mine, like, hey, are you betting this game? Like, are you betting UConn, Kansas? And I go, oh, like, yeah. what time is it tomorrow? And they're like, no, it's at nine o'clock. And I go, tonight. no, no, really? Like nine o'clock tomorrow? Like, what is this? Like, yeah, seriously, nine <laughs> o'clock tonight, December 1st, Friday? Why not? Uh, market for that Kansas 3, 148 and a half. If you had to, I mean, real quick, like I, the, the people want to know, literally the person who texted me a few minutes ago would love to know. That bets in that game, Brad. Like, what in thirty seconds? If somebody had to bet Purdue, uh, UConn, Kansas, excuse me, what would they, what what would they do? All right, I'll expedite as quickly as I can. SGP. This is how I'm playing it. Took UConn up to plus eight and a half. Took the total up to one fifty seven and a half, and slammed the under. I, I know KU's got a gaudy and lopsided record. I know they have Hunter Dickinson and a lot of experience on that team. But by the eye measurement, they've been so unimpressive. A uh, UConn three balance. They have the size of clinging a match inside. They have the guard play as well. They're going to hang tough, and I would sprinkle just a little bit on the UConn money line. Should be a stutter to anybody if they pull off. The straight up dub. All right, so Brad giving us some college basketball. We talked, Brad and I were getting, he's giving me some college basketball bets during the break as well. So absolutely love it. Uh, check out Brad's Twitter at Noisy Huevos for more on Brad's college basketball selections. But Brad, let's hit a bunch of the NFL games coming up for this weekend. And let's yeah. pay off the highlight we played coming back from break. Tell us what you like here. High point total, like it might as well be like 70 in today's NFL in 2023 <laughs> with the Dolphins and the Commanders in our nation's capital. Any prop bets that you like here for Miami and Washington in the Garo Yapremian Bowl? 
Yeah, I'll give you one on each side of the ledger here. Everything over on Tyreek Hill. Uh, I don't care what the number is, uh, receptions, receiving yards, anytime, touchdown. If you want to get that in the same game parlay, throw it all together, get it at a handsome plus money, uh, I would highly encourage it. Uh, Washington has no pressure because they trade everybody off. They are on that front line. Two is going to have nothing but clean pockets in this game. He is going to go absolutely off. I also took the over on two and a half passing touchdowns for Tua in the alt-line market. Got that at plus 190. Uh, So that could be another little enticement for audiences out there. Speaking of Tyreek, uh, Washington has allowed the most wide receiver yards of any secondary of the NFL this season. It doesn't matter who he gets in coverage. He just dominates in separation. He might have like 200 yards. It's not an exaggeration in this game. Uh, and again, with any time touchdown, I know it's a little minus odds, but putting together an SGP, you can get it at plus money. Meanwhile, the other side of things, uh, look, if Miami's going to come out and wax the floor with these guys, I mean, Sam Howell, I feel confident it's going to hit the over on his pass yards prop. I took that over 38 and a half at BetMGM at low minus money. Uh, hopefully it's still available. If not, uh, not at that low minus uh, odds, you can uh, parlay with the Miami money line and get it at low plus money as a result. Sam Howell is averaging 40.5 pass attempts per game, and he's on pace for 690 in total this year. That'll be the sixth highest all time in the NFL. So Sam Howell's going to be a busy man. Uh, That throwing arm is going to be very lathered up. Uh, I think it's going to be minimum of 45 pass attempts. And again, right now at BetMGM, at least last I checked, 38 and a half on the over on pass attempts. Brad, uh, another offense that we spent a lot of time talking about actually last segment and earlier this week, this new Pittsburgh Steelers offense, or like, is it a new Pittsburgh Steelers offense over 400 yards right. last week? Sort of like the running punchline was like, they never did that with Matt Canada. The first game without him, they go over 400 yards. Okay. Like, is that a real thing? You know, are there, were there trends or things that you saw last week that make you think Steelers offense going to be a little bit different or that there are players you want to play over going forward that maybe get like a bigger lion's share of, of carries or receptions in the Steelers offense. So they play the Cardinals this week. They're a favorite. Weird to see the Steelers almost a touchdown favorite, honestly, in the game, too. Total 41. What about the Steelers' new-look offense on Sunday? Yeah, look, I thought they were more aggressive uh, than what I noticed immediately last uh, last week. I mean, they had a lot of horizontal passes under Matt Canada previously, and they attacked more down the field, as you should, when you got Deontay Johnson. Uh, when you also have George Pickens, uh, now Pickens was expected to take on more of a lion's share of the overall target share. That did not occur in the last game, but still three for, I think, around 58 is what he finished with. And Pat Fryer Muth, welcome back. Muth was indeed the truth in that game, picking apart uh, the opposing defense over the middle of the field. I think it's going to be more to that story this week. I love Pat Fryer Muth, the over receiving yards and over on receptions. Uh, and the other major takeaway, too, is that, you know, the, the new OC in Pittsburgh said, we got to get Jalen Warren the rock more. They did that. Now, Najee Harris was still a standout, uh, but I think it's going to be pretty close to a 50-50 split in terms of the overall workload moving forward. And as I've said, and this is why I'm on the over Jalen Warren rush yards, look at the 56 and a half at BetMGM uh, on that. I would play it up to like 64 and a half. He is numero uno yards after contact per attempt, numero Bruno and missed tackle percentage and number three in yards created per touch. And again, Arizona, number 30 in rush EPA. They're giving 120.4 rush yards per game. It doesn't matter if it's Najee. It doesn't matter if it's uh, old school Jerome Bettis or Jalen Warren. Whoever touches the rock for the Steelers on the ground is going to eat. 
You better, you better hear Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Getting prop bets coming up for week 13 in the National Football League with our friend and stadium teammate, Brad Evans. Brad on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Check out Brad's sports betting television show here on Stadium. Noon Eastern time. Great sports betting TV show live on the line. Brad, let's go to the NFC South where I think a lot of people or a lot of guests we've had on this week think we're going to get a better performance from the Carolina Panthers offense after the firing of head coach Frank Reich earlier this week. Thomas Brown retakes the play calling, uh, the offensive coordinator for Carolina with Chris Tabor, the special teams coach as the interim. Any expectations for you for the Panthers offense and anything you like on the Bucs side also, Panthers at Bucks on Sunday? Yeah, a lot of people uh, hyping up Bryce Young this week in fantasy circles. Uh, I am not one of those individuals, a guy that seems to be devolving, not evolving as a player at this level. I know he's only a rookie, but he's really not improving. However, I think he's going to have that total vision for Adam Thielen, who's going to be dealing uh, once again. So I took the over on five and a half receptions uh, for Thielen in this game. Going to get a lot of Christian Isian in coverage out of the slot, who's given up an 80.5 catch percentage and a 104.1 pass rating was assignments 11 wideouts have uh, hauled in at least six passes uh, against Tampa this season and I think Thielen's getting back to what we saw for a large stretch earlier this year and that is a guy that's just a Hoover vacuum with those hands and sucking up every single look coming in his general direction 9.1 targets per game is at the over an eight of his last 11 and he is number eight as well in catchable target percentage so Young may be off the mark with a lot of the wideouts been generally speaking, he's been highly accurate uh, delivering crisp passes to Adam Thielen, and I think that's going to be case here in Week 13. And then the other side of things, uh, my cousin, uh, Mike Evans, who has uh, all of the length, all the athleticism in the uh, Evans family, I think he's going to have a banner effort, a guy who was torched, who was dominated, who has straight-up suplexed the Carolina Panthers in his career, averaging north of 90 yards per game. A lackluster secondary in general. So I took Evans on SGP of four or more receptions uh, to go along with 60-plus yards. And if you throw in, say, a Baker, Baker, touchdown maker, hopefully, one passing TD, you can get that right now a plus money at BetMGM. So those are the two best plays I feel in a game that you got to have some money on if you want to watch it. Let's go from a game like that, Brad, to a, a game that like literally everyone's going to watch on Sunday. This Niners-Eagles game, yeah. as you can imagine, we spent a lot of time on it so far this week. I, it, I've said this a lot, just like a classic betting market where like if you don't bet or you just kind of like football, like you're going to hear that the Niners are a three-point road favorite and be like, what? Like, what's going on here? And then like kind of people who bet are like, well, here's here's kind of why that is. Like the Niners might be way better. Like the Eagles have kind of been vulnerable a lot this year. Anyway, Niners by three on the road, rematch of the AF, uh, NFC Championship, rather. Uh, any bets here, side total props? How do you see this plan? Yeah, look, uh, we've seen some line movement, obviously. You know, Philadelphia opened up as a one-point favorite, uh, reverse line action. We saw that San Francisco now, you know, laying, uh, last I checked, at minus two and a half. Uh, I like the Niners. Uh, I, I think this is a crushable spot for them, uh, even though it is on the road there in hostile territory. But they're just a more balanced team. The EPA data obviously supports it, like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're the only two teams inside the top five, and not only EPA uh, per play offense, but EPA per play defense. And I think that's going to play out in their favor in this game. So as a result, guys, I got two main props I love on the offensive side of things for San Francisco. One, oh, yeah, put some Skittles in my mouth and taste the rainbow. I think George Kittle uh, is going to be a sugary surprise, and somebody's going to splash six in this horrendous. one. 
That is horrendous, oh, yeah. by the way. Absolutely oh, yeah. Thank terrible. you very much. Uh, I'll be here all week. Yeah. Uh, Got a visceral oh, reaction. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but look, I love George Kittle uh, for any time touchdown. Plus 165 for that end zone spike available at Bed MGM. A guy that is uh, top eight in total red zone targets among plus size targets. A uh, number four in total yak. A number one in yards per target. He has found the end zone in two of his last three games. And the Philadelphia Eagles are tied with a handful of other teams that have allowed the most tight end touchdown six on the air. So I think Brock, and he's so pretty, uh, is going to spin a spiral and hit the gut, and I think uh, George Cuddle, uh, Kittle will haul it in for a touchdown. On uh, the meanwhile, I love Brandon Ayuk. Uh, the Yak King he was doing at Arizona State, I think is going to do some damage. Forks up. I took the over uh, when the line opened at 60 and a half. Uh, last I checked, I bet MGM was 62 and a half, uh, but a guy that should be able to tee off in this game. Philadelphia, the third most opponent wide receivers allowed. Uh, that's what they've given up this year. Uh, and then you look at Darius Slay. Big play? No, not earning your payday. Slay is more like it. 65.2% catch rate allowed. The 12th most yards of any quarterback as well. He is allowed this season. So Brandon Ayuk, who's one of the premier field stretchers in the NFL, I think is going to have a banner day. Uh, again, all I need is 61 yards of cash, and it could be well north of 80 in the end. All right, Brad, we got about maybe like 90 seconds to go here. Um, if you've got sure. like maybe we'll have time for two more here. But tell us what you like here with the Packers and the Chiefs coming up on Sunday Night Football from Lambeau. Yeah, my favorite prop in this game, guys, is Jordan Love and my make it by Harco Pitter Pat on rush yards. I took the over on when the line opened at 14 and a half. I think it's down to 13 and a half right now at Bet MGM. And Love is at the over on uh, the 14 and a half prop six times this season. He's averaging 3.4 booty scoots per game on the air and 20.1 rush yards per game. Kansas City, that is an area of weakness. Uh, very faulty defending the run number 31 in rush EPA. And they have the second highest pocket pressure rate of any team in the NFL, which could lead to some opportunistic scrambles for Judd Love. And I will also apply the same logic to Patrick Mahomes. I'll take the over on his rush yards at 21 and a half. Uh, Green Bay, an aggressive defense as well, top 10 in pocket pressure rate. And you know those booty scoots are going to happen early and often. i got to really chew up some real estate on the ground, I feel, is Money Mahomes. Do you think we like maybe like? Are you familiar with the uh, the country music song like the Boot Scoot Boogie? Maybe boot like Scoot that would Boogie. Be, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Boot Scoot, get down, turn around, go to town. No. I, yeah. I, I only well, don't turn around when I was growing up. You're trying to hit the rushing well, yards over. You gotta, yeah, and, and don't get down. Get go down, for the extra yards. Turn around, yeah. get the first down. Boot Scoot yeah. boogie. boogie. I only know this because because my. My parents yeah. like love country music when I was growing up, and I feel like I know the words to every single country music song that came out in the 90s. Also, like, we went down yonder on the Chattahoochee, and it was really awesome. Brad, we appreciate oh, it, buddy. Great yes. job, as always, on the show. Shout out to Alan Jackson. Brad on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Check out his podcast, The Fade Five, his sports betting podcast, and you got to watch him weekdays on Stadium and the whole crew, including Cam Smith, one of our teammates on the BetQL Network, live on the line, noon Eastern weekdays here on Stadium. My friend, we appreciate it. Best of luck with the bets. Uh, stay well, and we will talk to you next week. LSU over 80 and a half points tonight against S-E-L-A. Let's go! But Southeast Louisiana? I think it's Southeast Louisiana. I was trying to do, I was trying to do the exact same thing you were doing. I was like, Sella? Yeah. Sella? Sella! Right. Streetcar named college basketball. Yeah. All right. On the other side, bookies across the country heading into Hyden. We're going to hear the glass. 
And you know what that means. Next.